0: non rock a boat must stop. I don't want to rock the boat. I want to sink it. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy?
1: Or are you going to bite? Brett, delusional. The, yeah, yeah. delusional. Yeah. Delusional is okay in your worldview. I'm an animal. You don't chastise chickens for being delusional. You don't chastise pigs for being delusional. So you calling me delusional using your worldview is perfectly okay. It doesn't really hurt. <laughs> she hung up on me. <laughs> yeah. oh!
3: That's a joke, Pastor When we have the real message of truth We cannot let somebody say they're speaking truth When Mm. they're not Take an
2: amazing journey To a place that will blow your mind And move your
1: heart So you will never be the same again Behold my servant whom I uphold law law Here, here his torah his law his instruction welcome back everybody this is the gospel heard around the world apologia radio you can get more at Apologiastudios.com, a-p-o-l-o-g-i-a studios.com Apologiastudios.com. Apologia that's in a really dark and corner uh, sort of it was a it was a heavy i think it took a dark dark turn I didn't mean it right there it was, was a, I thought it was a different it one was like, uh, Halloween's next. It's week. when you have to do the royalty free, you're just stuck with it. Back in the day, we used to just play whatever. Remember we that? We were yeah, on the radio, whatever, we played whatever played Whatever uh, song was in Whatever tickled our fancy.
0: If, you could? You could do that without getting
1: it. We yeah. Yeah, On the radio, oh, yeah. on terrestrial radio, we could do whatever we please. When mm. we first started with the podcast,
2: it was like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: we, we were, now really were on YouTube though. Yeah, we're stuck with the royalty free yeah. garbage now. Welcome. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> thanks for joining us. I'm Jeff they call me the Common and Ninja. That's Luke the Bear. What up? And then over there is Zachary Conover, hey. Director of Communications for End Abortion. Now welcome everybody. Uh, I want to encourage everybody to go to Apologiestudios.com Tons of past episodes, hundreds of them actually, from Apologia Radio, Provoked, Cultist, theologians Go there. Also, partner with us in this ministry. If you've seen something from Apologia Studios, whether it's on the street evangelism, public moderated debate, uh, saving lives at the mill, or uh, pe- you've seen atheists, Mormons, Jehovah's Witnesses coming to know Jesus Christ, uh, if you've seen any of that, it's because we have... Brothers and sisters just like you who are ministry partners, they make all this possible. They are a part of this ministry with us. And so we want to bless you uh, as you're a part of this ministry with us. So we do all kinds of extra things for you to pour into you and to bless you and to spend time with you. So if you are all access, uh, you get tons of nifty gifties. You get all kinds of extra stuff. You get um, the after show, which we're going to be doing after Apologia Radio right now. We're going to go over to the live stream at the website and uh, spend time with you over there for the Apologia After Show. We also have Cultish's Aftermath. We have also every month a time where I spend time with everybody privately, where we do uh, questions and answers. It's an ask me anything. And uh, we also have uh, Collision, the series Collision, which I'm honored to be a part of. It's been a real blessing to be a part of that. And we have the Academy. So if you want to learn about apologetics and prayer and all kinds of stuff, the Trinity, doctrines of Grace, all there, all that is up there at the Academy. And we have rebooted the Academy. We're adding some new stuff. And I am almost finished with a series we've been working on on the Great Tribulation, the Olivet Discourse. I think we're up to six lessons now, and we're going to start putting them out. So, if Ooh. you want to go verse by verse through the Great Tribulation and learn about that, uh, I I've tried my very best to make the lessons uh, short and sweet, but uh, as comprehensive as possible to bless you. And so, we talk about hermeneutics, how to interpret Scripture. We talk about foundations, the Old Testament expectation, and we've been going verse by verse. Uh, and and uh, I'm just I'm I'm excited. About it. So that's going to be up there very, very soon. I think within the next week or two, we're going to start dropping those. And so if you want to learn about that, that's coming in the Academy. And uh, yeah, we're excited to be with you today. You see, today the title of the show is The Navy SEALs Beat Biden. And we actually have uh, one of those Navy SEALs. With us, we're going to bring him in in just a few moments. Asa Miller, a good friend of ours, uh, he was on Team 4 of the Navy SEALs, and uh, we have a really cool story to share with you guys. We're going to give you guys some inside information about how the how we got connected with the Navy SEALs uh, to be a part of supporting them as pastors, as Christians. And uh, it's a good story, and we're going to give you some details. I think we haven't revealed publicly uh, since our connection with the SEALs, and we love those dudes so much. So many of them are just solid, solid believers and just great, great men. And uh, we admire them, love them, uh, and uh, are very, very thankful for them and the stand that they took. And you need to hear what they did uh, to stand up against the tyranny that was coming across yep. the country. Uh, but before we get into it, just one quick thing. You'll notice that I don't have my ion layer patch Back on right in. now. Um, I'm juggling a lot right now, and so yeah, I had dude. to rush out More the door. More than usual. <laughs> I even got here late because I'm just juggling a lot right now. I forgot to put it on. I'm going to go home and get it right on me. Uh, Luke is wearing his ion layer patch right now. And I just wanted to say, uh, <laughs> I've been telling you guys about it. And uh, it's it look up NAD IV treatments or NAD health benefits um, and uh, just go down that rabbit trail of the scientific stuff about NAD. It's uh, it's in your system. When you're young, God gave us this to keep our cells Operating and working. If you were without NAD in your blood in your your system uh, for 30 seconds, uh, you'd be dead. Uh, But as you get older, you lose this. A nickname for it is the Fountain of Youth because of of all that it does in our in in our system in general. So I love the guys that have Ion Layer. Um, It's a way to get NAD without the uh, painful experience and torture of NAD through IV. Uh, But I will say, and I was just telling the guys this quickly um that uh many guys maybe have heard that um years ago um i had uh three seizures uh they just started appearing out of nowhere i had no family history of seizures and and no seizures of my own started happening we figured out what it was and um and and thankfully it's never going to happen again uh but i have struggled for years since those seizures Uh, with clarity of thought, where it's been frustrating at times, and the guys here know, at times where I have to think about the sentence that I'm in, I can't think ahead of it, and sometimes I forget where I was going. Uh, That'll happen from time to time, and the doctor told me it just takes, that's just part and parcel of what happens with seizures, is you can have that kind of damage done. But since I have been consistently using the NAD, uh, I noticed, actually it just dawned on me yesterday, that I have had the clarity of thought that I haven't had in many years. And um, I've been able to think ahead, you know, three, four, five steps ahead in my thought and, and keep that together and not forget. And the only thing I've been doing different is the NAD treatment. So I'm really, really grateful for it. So if you want to get on it, Solid Christian Dudes, great, great uh, 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 product for your, your body, your health. Uh, I love when people create things that bless human life and... Uh, And I just love these guys. that They found out a way to do it with a medical patch where it's not painful because NAD treatments through IV, everyone will tell you, is a a great benefit, but it is torture. Um, And so ionlayer.com, if you go there, they want to hook up all of our friends and partners, and so you get a big discount. um, And it's ionlayer.com, and you just put in the coupon code APOLOGIA in all caps, and
2: you get on that. All right. Ready? You know what's amazing? What? I was going to mention our other two sponsors real quick. One... Heritage already got a bunch of sales from one show. Did they? A bunch of subscriptions, I assume. Heritage, so, right good. On. So go good. to heritagedefense.org if you weren't, uh, if you didn't see last week or partner with them. They're amazing. And, and if you homeschool, you need to be yeah, up. Yeah,
1: Heritage with. Defense will be on standby for your homeschool family. If you're a homeschooling family, you need Heritage Defense. Uh, we have it. Uh, if someone shows up at your door to harass you, cause problems... Um, uh, we're talking about state agencies, anything like that at all. You just immediately contact heritage and you hand them the phone and say, talk to my attorney. And so, um, uh, we love them. Bradley Pierce, uh, one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, he's with heritage and, uh, and we're telling you about sponsors that we really believe in and we think that this stuff will bless your life. You listen, seriously though, if you are a homeschooling family and you don't have heritage defense, you've got to do it today. You really, really do.
2: Yeah, so you can go and sign up. If you uh, put an apology in the in the coupon code, you get the first month free. Nice. And uh, so definitely do that. And then, of course, uh, we also mentioned last week that we now have our own line of coffee. Pre-sip. Yes.
0: The pre-sip am I'm, I'm still just crazy about that name. It's I great. Think name. It's brilliant. It's a great name. It's new. Landmark Roasters. So you
2: can go to po- uh, shop.apologystudios.com. Just type in coffee in the search bar and it'll pop right up and yes, yes.
1: and everyone Enjoy. says it's delicious yeah. so well Enjoy played that. well played we are going to get into today so um i want to introduce you to a good friend and someone we uh honor and we highly respect and we're grateful for the stand that he took uh he uh was a navy seal seal team four this is asa miller uh asa welcome to the show brother
3: hey guys glad to be here thanks for having me on i appreciate it
1: Honored to have you on brother all right so by way of introduction, the way that Asa and I, or us, we actually got connected was um, we got word that there were some Navy SEALs who were um, listeners of the show and 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 had you know loved the channel, loved the ministry, and this was right around the time that the mandatory cookies uh, were being forced <laughs> upon everybody. And uh, you know what I mean by mandatory cookies. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're still trying to get around censors and things like that. So it's like July, um, yeah.
2: July 21 is when we call
1: it. Joe's mandatory cookies. And so at the time, um, this was going acro- across all branches of the military. Now, everybody knows, of course, many of you lost your jobs. Uh, you you refuse to eat the cookie. And so you lost your job and it was a big stand that you took. And so we're thankful, by the way, for the stand that you took and the courage that it took to do that and the sacrifice that it took to do that, to stand against tyranny in that way. But we um, ended up having a private meeting at a conference with um, someone who is an active duty Navy SEAL and, and fishbone we got to give fish and we got to tell, tell trey fisher was there of course and so we're in this private meeting at a conference that was actually a fight laugh feast it was yep fight laugh in feast Nashville. and uh this navy seal said that there were a lot of active duty navy seals that were resisting eating the cookie and um and so the question was was made to us if we were ever able to pull together seals from across the teams Uh, for a private meeting in in Virginia Beach, would you be able to come? And of course, we love the Navy SEALs. We really appreciated the stand that they were taking. So we said, absolutely, Uh, say the word and we're on a flight. And so I think we were in Virginia beach a week later that week. It was a, it was, it was a, it was like Saturday. We had that that conversation. It was like Wednesday or something like that. We were on a plane. So a couple days later, we're on a plane to Virginia beach to meet with uh, seals from across the teams. And uh, I just want to say that um, I, Asa, I have spoken to huge crowds. Um, I have been in very tough, intense situations And I think I'm my hands don't shake. I'm cool as a cucumber. Uh, But (laughs) but when I I will tell you that being told by the Navy SEALs, hey, we want you to speak to us about the word of God and the scriptural uh, foundation for resisting this kind of tyranny. Um, I have to confess, I was completely terrified. I was, I was, I was really, uh, I was really nervous. I don't know if it showed on my face, Asa, when I was speaking up and talking to you guys, but um, I was super nervous. It
3: showed a little bit, but okay. that was all right because we were terrified too because we had no <laughs> idea what was going on or what to do, and yeah. you being there was was huge so we excused your your nervous yeah, yeah. About- it sounds like y'all were there for each other <laughs> yeah we really were we were
0: honored a bunch of nervous and
1: tears. uh yeah i mean I, I will tell everyone so as we get into this so you can tell your story one of the things that was so impressive to me was you know we walked into the room that morning and that meeting lasted from like early morning until late into the night we didn't get home till late um was walking into the room with with a, a bunch of different seals and uh, just, just the focus that you guys had. You, it felt like it felt like you were treating it like, like you were prepping for a battle. You know, the whiteboard's up. You're writing stuff down. You're talking about different contingencies. You're, you, you guys are really strategizing. It really felt like this is really cool. Like they're, they're treating it like a real fight, and like SEALs would treat a fight. Sure. You know, and so I really appreciated that. But what the SEALs that we were talking to wanted from us is they wanted us. Uh, to give them the, the solid theological, biblical foundations for mm-hmm. why they were right to resist this kind of tyranny. And so what you were, what were you facing, Asa? What were you facing at the time? Because I know that things just like went up and down, up and down mm-hmm. uh, for a little bit, but I seem to remember that when we walked into that meeting, you guys were being told that if you didn't eat the cookie that there was potential for jail, Mm -hmm. Um, that's what some guys were saying, they were being told, and even, uh, of course, dishonorable discharge. So bring us into that, Asa. For us, we walked into this meeting, they need our help, they want theological foundations, but what were you actually facing?
3: Yeah, well, that's a great question, and at the time, we we weren't even entirely sure, because everything was coming down, so... Um, heavy-handed but also haphazardly and there was no uniformity to it which is kind of a hallmark for you know the military at large and um, every team was doing it differently every branch was doing it Mm -hmm. differently Um, but we yeah we we were we were pretty worried because one we didn't have the you know we didn't know the the legal means of um, fighting this but we knew it was wrong we knew it was illegal on so many different levels and some of the stuff that we'd been threatened with dating back months before had, you know, guys have been threatened, you know, to not be able to come home from overseas deployments. Um, That proved to, you know, not materialize, but every step of the way, um, kind of the escalation of force was elevated as far as threats go. So we were faced with paying back our training, which is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, it's not possible to pay it back. We were, there were, jail time was being floated, being put in the brig for disobeying a lawful order which actually happened to several people around the military, thankfully none of us, but that was a very real threat. Um, And also just the simple fact of being discharged from the military, um, which ruins careers, lives, dreams. Um, Guys have families, kids they're, they're trying to provide for. So there was, I mean, everything was on the table at that point and we had no idea Um, how to kind of shift through it and figure out what was real, what wasn't and how to fight back at all.
1: And the challenge too at the time as we were in that room is you guys didn't know actually what consequences you were facing. You had all these different things being floated. It was at the time, it was a very big deal in the news uh, that the military was being required to eat the cookie. And, um, and you had people from different branches. I mean, Marines, Army, uh, Navy, Air Force. We're all facing this. I got contacted uh, that week after we met with you guys, and we started Stand With Warriors. I got contacted by FBI agents, DEA agents, uh, people from the Coast Guard. Yeah. Um, we, I, I was contacted by people from across governmental agencies, and they were all at the same time. Uh, hearing different things they were hearing jail they were hearing dishonorable discharge they were hearing the same things you were you pay back everything we put into you all that stuff and um, so it, it was it was a difficult moment the whole nation was hearing about it but the problem was is you guys didn't have any real help and you guys were facing a deadline Right, like when we came to that meeting, I seem to remember like it, it was, was like, like days no, away. I think it was like
3: November or something. But...
1: Yeah, you had like it felt like it was days away. You had to make some I decision. I want to say
3: I want to say it was within a week or was two it, yeah, of, was... of, of you guys being there. And yeah, we had to we had to make a final decision of whether we were getting it or not, which would not only um, mean you know determine whether or not we'd stay at our team or our command wherever we were at. In my particular situation, or or like we we talked about, I mean discharge was on the table and we so yeah we had a decision to make within a few days and we had no idea um how do we fight this and we what were to, we
1: and asa we were told at the time uh, as, as everyone was feeding us as much information as they could what they knew we were told at the time that you have a couple thousand active duty navy seals and uh, we were told then that about a third were resisting the cookie at that time and that, and that was the significant story that the, the media wanted to hear ultimately from me when you guys said you represent us, you speak to the media. It was about military readiness was mm-hmm. you're, you're going to clear out a third of our best fighters and warriors um, because of the cookie. And so uh, what was that like? Was, I guess maybe I mean, I, know, I know there's probably things that you want to reserve and not say. Um, but was this something that teams from across the nation were, uh, from both both coasts were talking about?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, everybody was talking about it in the military, right? Yes, like It was coming down from the administration. So not only was the, you know, my SEAL team, all of the community, the Navy at large, the DOD at large, but also, I mean, everyone remembers like OSHA was dealing with this regular, you know, employees, kids in schools. This was, this was a nationwide issue. Um, and then, you know, on a smaller scale level, yeah. Like everyone was handling it differently because it. One, it was an illegal order, which I think is important to, you know, toss out there from the very beginning, but this was, they couldn't actually mandate this, um, as try as they did. So because of that, they had no structure in place to enforce it. So every command was doing it completely differently. You had aircraft carriers and, you know, ships lining their crews up and just jabbing them. Um, we had different SEAL teams pursuing different, different strategies of kind of coercion ultimately, um, to get this done because they needed people to volunteer for it because with, eua vaccines yeah buddy hey i'm sorry i'm dealing with a kiddo so it's, a, it's no problem
1: it's no problem
3: um yeah buddy
2: <laughs> he's got yeah, his niece right with now. him she's she's uh, <laughs> making a guest appearance you're
1: on apology radio <laughs> we're, we're we're all good Just with the it. kids we're all good with the kids
3: yeah so um what's well, our right. I'll
1: tell I'll, as you manage that I'll yeah. tell a little bit more of the yeah, story yeah, yeah. here um I'm sorry no 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 don't apologize brother um so what was interesting at, at the time for us to hear was that about a third of the Navy seals were resisting and what was cool about that was that we were told by that the team the teams on both coasts Christians specifically on teams from across uh, uh, the on both coasts were all talking to each other as Christian men saying I can't do this because mm-hmm. it violates my conscience and my commitments to Christ's lordship and God's law. Yeah. And so that was the 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 interesting portion is that say a third of the seals were resisting the cookie initially. A bunch of those guys were very very committed Christians mm-hmm. to to the lordship of Christ and to the word of God. A lot of the guys that were resisting the cookie at the time also that were seals were not actually professing Christians, but they were sort of linked up with all these mm-hmm. guys. And so uh, it was a really interesting moment to be in. And the trouble was that what we walked, what Luke and I walked into, the trouble was, is that it wasn't being spoken of in the national media like it needed to be. Right. Um, and so I'll just give everyone some insight. What ended up happening is I was asked to lay down the theological and historical foundations from a Christian perspective of resisting this kind of tyranny. And it was absolutely tyranny. Uh, forcing a human being uh, to put something into their body that could injure them or injure their family members. Uh, we This was an experimental cookie. Um, it, there's no question about that. The data that was coming out even early on was giving very concerning signs about what potentially this could do to your body and even, uh, even to your future progeny. Like, it, there was all kinds of things coming up demonstrating that this could be very dangerous. And here was the challenge, especially, this was especially the challenge, a bunch of those Navy SEALs that we were talking to had already gotten the vid. They already had it. They already overcame it. They already had the natural immunity. And at the time, we were even being told by government agencies that the cookie um, wasn't even as good as the natural immunity, and it was also so specific that what you would get for the natural immunity was, was excellent. And here was the second thing in terms of the concern that the SEALs had is that these are young guys strong men like olympians basically these guys are like the healthiest men on the planet the strongest men on the planet and um there's no reason especially big dan yeah there was no there's no reason for them to have have gotten the cookie because they were in a place where they weren't they weren't at they weren't at risk like the elderly or, or people who had uh, immune deficiencies and those sorts of things and then there was the other added question of what about all of the the data that's showing all the heart issues and blood yeah. clotting issues that are coming from taking this. And um, and so, of course, the SEALs are like, look, we, we just need the foundations. We need to be able to argue this case before our commands. And the problem is, is that nobody in the country is really talking about our plight. What's going on with us? So at the, the end result of that meeting, that whole day and trying to pray for them and equip them was at the end of the day, the SEALs there took a vote these are the silent warriors, the silent professionals, and they didn't want to come out publicly with their faces and say anything because they're they're seals. That's what they're like. Yep, exactly. And so what they they said was is they voted unanimously to ask me to come out and break the story with like Tucker Carlson and things like that. And so I I was uh, honored by that, but also terrified because I had a room full of Navy SEALs telling me that when you go to the media. You tell them that this is about us as Christian men standing on the word of God. It's because of the gospel. It's because of the Lordship of Christ. If any media organization doesn't want to hear that story, tell them the pound sand. And they told me, And one very important seal looked at me and said to me, I expect you to tell the story about us as Christian men and make this about the gospel. And that's the only reason I'm saying yes on this. So I had a bunch of Navy SEALs basically, you know, watching me make sure you talk about Christ. And so uh, I was on the phone with Tucker Carlson the next day. Uh, Tucker and I talked on the phone with some of the SEALs and did a, a video call so he could you know, verify everything and hear the story. And thank God for Tucker, he put it on, on the next broadcast he had and made the story about them. And so, Asa, when that story broke, you guys were sort of suffering in silence. And when Tucker broke it, it was like the, the next day or two, I started seeing a pullback. I started seeing like a, uh-oh. We, we need to slow down uh, with this oppressive hand we're putting down on our seals. Did you feel that uh, relatively shortly after this broke in the media? Did you feel some relief? Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, this the whole time, I mean, I mean it was so inconsistent the way they were trying to go about things. And when, and, and I think it was, they were trying to just force it through as soon as they could. So it was, could be a non-issue. Yeah. And by you guys breaking that story, and just being honest with the situation, drawing attention to the bigger picture of hey, this this you know is not just these guys. Like this, this is affecting the entire military at large. I mean, two hundred fifty thousand people ultimately almost lost their job. And so, by raising that public awareness, um, it definitely stopped the, the the wheels from turning and forced them to backtrack and try and figure things out. Wow. And um, some of that story is going to be told. I apologize, guys. No, don't, don't. worry. It's going to end up being told um, in "Seals Beat Biden," which is a documentary that we're coming out with. Yep. Um, but definitely, the timeline got protracted, or you know, extended. It slowed down. Yeah. Um, yes. Because of that. Because of that.
1: So so yeah so we broke the story across the national media. It was with Tucker and other elements of Fox News and and other organizations. We broke the story. The story of the Navy SEALs was on, was on the front page of a lot of websites. And I feel like th- this is just to my mind. It's not just because I, I was focused in upon it and I was trying, we, we were trying to make a concerted effort to help the SEALs. I feel like once the story of the SEALs broke, you started to see like everything started to pull back a little bit. Like it was like this heaviness. It was like this rapid pace, heaviness, threats. And then all of a sudden the SEAL story breaks and everything pulls back for a minute. And uh, we were aware of the fact that when the story broke, guys that were being threatened like within days of jail and dishonorable discharge all of a sudden got put into a holding pattern like, well, no, 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 maybe we won't do this to you. Mm. And uh, hold on. We're still trying to make some decisions here. But they were being told they had days and, and, and yeah. they were going to be like jail or dishonorable discharge. And now all of a sudden it pulled back. And some of these guys sat in limbo.
2: Told. Like a few months ago.
1: Yeah, and some of them
3: still are, right, Asa?
1: Like, tell us about the, you. Like, okay, so yeah. it pulls back. No. And what happened?
3: So that was the biggest takeaway, I think, from from the from the slowdown was, and we talk about this a little bit, but um, we went from, you know, a few weeks after the story broke, everything gro- grinded to a halt, and then they sent us into kind of a, a no-man's land where, I mean, in the military we're very strict about mustering, you know? Even if you don't go in on a certain day, you still have to text in, let your boss know like, Hey, I'm here. And they go in a system, um, a service wide system. And you know, they click, Hey, this A Miller president accounted for, we know where he's at. And that's super important. Obviously in the military, we got guys overseas mm-hmm. on training trips all the time. And shortly after this story broke, they just stopped communicating with us completely because honestly, they had no idea what to do with us at this point. They didn't expect us to fight back um, like we did. And so me and over 20 of my of my brothers, we didn't even go into work for over six months.
2: Yeah,
3: There was no communication. We had asked, you know, hey, can you send us to a training command? Hey, can you send us to this schoolhouse where we can, you know, give back, help the community, help get our, you know, our brothers to the left and right ready for deployments and everything else because the machine keeps rolling, you know. And instead of doing any of that, they just cut us loose and didn't communicate for six months, which is which is absolutely crazy. Navy, and to this day, there's been Navy, no accountability for that at Navy all. Navy
1: SEALs sitting around.
2: Trimming bushes, right?
1: Navy SEALs sitting around doing nothing, just receiving a paycheck, but just in limbo. Navy stinking SEALs.
2: No, they literally had to trim
3: bushes, we didn't had, they? Well, well, well so that, that came next. After oh, six months of not doing that. anything there was a change of command. Um, new leadership came in, still had no idea what to do with us. Um, and at that point, we had kind of had that, we had made some pressure politically, thanks to, you know, in no small part, you guys and Stand With Warriors. And, you know, some of the some of the publicity we were able to get from guys like Tucker and such. And so once some political pressure was heightened, they brought us back in for semi-frequent musters. But all we ended up doing was trimming hedges, picking weeds, or just coming in for 10, 15 minutes a day and being like, Hey, what do we got to do? Nothing go home. And we didn't have guns. So we couldn't shoot uh, unless it was, you know, at our, yeah. on our own dime back home, you know, at you know civilian ranges, we, they took away our access to our buildings. So we couldn't even get into, you know, a lot of us still had all of our gear um, locked inside our, our team buildings and we couldn't access that. Um, so it was, it was not only six months of, zero accountability, but then it continued on for another six months-ish of, like you said, Zach, trimming hedges and and picking weeds. Pulling
1: weeds. Navy SEALs
0: Uh, pulling weeds. It's just remarkable to me that the United States government would so readily abandon and treat with contempt those that they've just put so many resources behind making into who they are. Yeah. Like something about this administration would just say um we're gonna try to force this through as quickly as we possibly can and not give you any time to react or defend mm-hmm. yourself right and then when that doesn't work now we're just gonna treat you like stepchildren mm-hmm. as if you don't exist and treat you with contempt right and get you in a position where you're serving well below your station and your skill set these <laughs> like, are navy like, stinking like, okay. seals um I just get- remarkable
3: the, the entire purpose of it, honestly, you know, whether they'll admit this or not, is they didn't want us to be in and around the other guys. Right. Plain and Simple. and not because we were contagious. Like everyone knows we had natural immunity. The studies show and, and common sense showed at the time we were no threat to anyone. Um, but what they didn't want was us to be informing guys because mm. everybody's training. Everybody's busy. They got lives. They got families. Not everybody had the theological information especially from you guys not everybody had the time and know how to read the science um like some of our friends did and so a lot of guys just didn't know any better um nobody liked it i would say the the real number of vaccinated seals is less than probably 20 percent um the rest of them all just faked it to be yeah. honest with you and um so what they didn't want Smart was guys. us to be around there yeah Smarter, yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, but they didn't want us to be around there telling guys, like, hey, open your eyes, look at this, look right. at the evidence, and look at what this leads to. And huh. that's one of the things we're trying to do as well with telling the story. Yeah, unbelievable. You tell the story, huh? Is hey, this is just step one,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's so almost what, like what, they were red pilled, yeah, and then they didn't want them around other people. To open their eyes to what's actually happening, we're
1: going to play the trailer here for you guys. Just uh, hold hold tight for just a minute or two here. We're going to play the trailer for you for the 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 film coming out by our friends. Seals beat Biden. This is the official trailer. Um, and uh, so you hear some of the background of the story and the and the message that their that our friends are trying to communicate. Um, you know, we st- we st- we met with the seals. We broke this story. Uh, they gave us their trust. That was a great honor in our lives. And mm. we br- we broke the story to the national media. So thankful for Tucker Carlson um, and uh, the fact that he just was on it and he made it a priority to make sure he got this out for the guys. I will say this, and just as on personal note. You never know with some of these guys these talking heads like how real they are like is this just a paycheck is this just a career are they really like that or is this is this sort of a persona like you know they're just sort of a caricature a character they're playing. I'll just tell you that uh, I think the real Tucker Carlson is a lot more hardcore than you uh, even see, um, uh, you've seen on television. I've spoke- at least when
2: he was on Fox.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've, sp- I've spoken with him uh, uh, through text at length and also, um, you know, through a video conference that we did. And I'll just say that my my impression was that, is that he's actually a lot uh, stronger a man and... Uh, He's got some deeper convictions than you even understand.
0: That well, he's, he's even, willing to punch far right. Then you, well. you even
1: then you even understand like what you see him on the screen. So I was super grateful for that. So we started stand with warriors. Mm-hmm. Stand with warriors was our attempt to to create a pooling point uh, for, of course, the seals, but also for members across uh, the branches yeah. to offer them legal defense uh, with a jag attorney. Uh, uh davis Younts um and um yount some of this Younts some of this uh so <laughs> apparently the military didn't because he beat he, he smoked him um so uh <laughs> we started <laughs> we started uh, stand with warriors uh, to offer the seals some legal support we wanted to give them our voices we wanted to give them the media attention and we knew we needed to also provide for them in legal yep. uh help and yes. so that's why we started stand with warriors and it was a big blessing to so many people some great victories in there so thankful to be a part of that um but uh, one last thing I'll add to this before I play the uh, the, the trailer for the new film was that uh, we we returned and we really had uh, two things that the seals assigned to us um, number one break the story make it about Christ make it about our convictions uh, number two we were told that um, that okay so there was the so what was our uh, they needed a um, what was the um, the the uh, James, they needed the, uh, the write-up, the, oh, religious, yes. exemption, the, the religious, re- religious exemption, religious yeah. exemption. They needed the religious exemption. And so we came home and we were like, you needed to start Stand With Warriors. Yeah. I needed to break everything. So we sort of like handed we, out we, like responsibility. Yeah, out, yeah. So I, I said, I'll break this story. I'll talk to the media. You create Stand With Warriors. We'll get that all thing yeah. uh, going. And, yeah. then like, and then it was like, and then it was like, uh, and the seals, by the way, by Monday need the expl the theological explanation for the religious exemption and uh so we came back returned talked to our elders and and we were like yeah so we need to have like by monday with this like an official write-up for the navy for the seals mm-hmm. uh theological like why are they supposed to resist in, in this yeah and then james Jan- is like james, hold my james, drink. <laughs> james goes so what are you saying and we're like well uh you want to write that for us <laughs> yeah I, uh, I mean you're the one that's written all the books you know like go ahead and write it for us and so he had about 18 hours to write <sighs> up The religious exemption uh, form, um, an explanation for the seals. So Dr. James White is the one who wrote that, and uh, that was given to their commands and everything else, and so we're super thankful for Mm -hmm. that. The theological explanation behind, because there is a genuine theological explanation that we're going to get into a little further in the show.
2: Well, I was just going to say real quick, I just wanted to thank everyone that's watching, if you help participate and you donated to Stand with the Warriors, because, I mean, like Jeff was saying, it reached to all branches all three letter agencies i don't honestly i don't know how many people contacted us i was the one signing all signing all those james wrote it and then i was just christine sending them to me like crazy here's another one here's another one i was just signing yeah. i don't know how many i signed i i and i know davis was able to represent davis represented you correct asa i know some other guys uh the Davis represent correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. D- I mean, Davis, we've had him on a few times. He's he's amazing, and um, so th- I just want to thank everyone if you were able to help then we'll get into more what Stand With Warriors is doing now, but yeah, just wanted to thank you guys. So.
1: Yeah, so we, so again, it was the media. It was uh, Stand With Warriors to offer them legal help, and then it was also writing up that religious exemption form that explained the theological reasoning behind resisting the mandatory cookie. So, our friends have put together a film with ASA. It's called "Seals Beat Biden." ASA, when's this come out?
3: So right now we're launching. It's going to be a two-part series. We're launching in November. Okay. Um, If for an exact date, just head over to head over to, uh, yeah, yeah buddy, head over to com, and, um, they'll keep you up to date with exact dates for when we're going to launch it. Okay. It'll be a two part series coming in November.
1: Here's the trailer, guys.
2: I don't know that I've ever done anything or been involved in a team effort, because that's what it was, a team effort that had more return on the investment than that one in which we
3: engaged in. The capital of Afghanistan fell to the Taliban. If you want a better new normal, anytime soon, Americans need to put on a mask.
2: He told me that there was no chance that my religious accommodation, or that any religious accommodation, would be granted.
3: And
1: sure enough, Within hours, I was terminated, I had no income,
2: I had no healthcare benefits, I had no job.
3: They come in handshaking, angry, telling us that they don't wanna hear about our rattlesnake religion, saying that we never wanted to be SEALs and that we're not courageous enough to fight war.
0: Anything below 95% 95% capacity and a rate is considered critical. My rating, the rescue swimmers, we were at 89%. And the commandant is ready to cut these guys loose over a vaccine mandate for an untested shot.
2: The oath is not for the easy times. The oath is for the hard times. And it's whenever you have to make that choice between doing what the Constitution says or doing what someone else is telling me to do. Be a patriot protect your fellow citizens.
1: I took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. So every military member does that. So if military members' rights are not protected, they're not protected for the rest of society. These are the individuals that are actually willing to risk their lives to fight for the Constitution.
2: Are you willing, would you be willing to throw your stars on the table over a principle? would you be
0: willing
1: and that i will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which i am about to enter so help me god and i meant it
2: There's Some really great beards in that trailer. Yeah, there are
1: some good beards in that trailer. I love
2: how they threw in Uncle Joe, uh, falling up the stairs, too. Yeah, just for good
1: measure. He, he deserves that, just for good measure. He deserves it. Um, yeah, yeah for sure. So, so I
2: was say, our friends over at uh, Republic Sentinel are dropping that. It's Zach Lautenschlager, very, very familiar guest of ours. So, yep. we're pretty excited about Good, about good that. friend, yeah.
1: And uh, Asa, that, that trailer there kind of tells a, a, a big portion of the story in terms of the oath that you took. You took an oath, and that was one of the things that I emphasized with you guys that day, was that, of course, as Christian men, your first allegiance is to Christ and to God's law. And so the foundation of Western civilization today is Lex Rex, The principle that the law is king and the king is not the law himself. He cannot be a law unto himself. And so I try to impress that upon you that you have the theological foundations about love for God, love for neighbor, the law of God, the concern that you had for love for your neighbor in terms of resisting a jab that can harm people because it's an experimental uh, jab. And uh, the data was not looking good, and it still doesn't look good. And so you were resisting on the basis of love for neighbor. But Lex Rex is the principle. The law is king. And, of course, that fundamentally goes to the law of God as ultimate. That's what it meant. But the next stage is that, well, what do we have codified in the Constitution of the United States of America that you all raised your hands to? Yep. And that's a really fantastic part of that of that trailer there that that oath was for the hard times, not the good times. And you guys took an oath to defend your nation against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And this was an instance of a domestic enemy uh, perpetrating tyranny upon the, the United States of America. And in particular, your, you, you guys and your families. Um, and you stood up and you kept your oath. That's the main point, right?
3: Absolutely. And, and we're called, as uh, SEALs, we're called to, you know, be a surgical instrument who can be trusted by, you know, our nation to go into, you know, other countries and perform um, missions. And so for us, we looked at this, we looked at our, our beliefs, our core values, our, you know, our worldview is shaped by scripture um, as Christians. And we also, you know, as Americans, we have the Constitution, and the rule of law. And, and we knew that both both situations it was just not compatible to follow through with something we did not agree with, and that was illegal. Right. Yeah. Um, and so in order to uphold our oath, we had to do something about it. We had to take a stand, and we wanted to do that in a way. Ultimately, at first, we wanted to do that in a way that allowed us to keep our job. Right. Um, but unfortunately for a lot of us, and over 8,000 other service members, that, that opportunity was extinguished um, as guys got discharged.
1: Well, I, I want to hear that real quick, uh, Asa. I want to hear about what some people it, had to um, endure through this. I mean, you got out of this situation, uh, by the grace of God, with an honorable discharge. And uh, so praise the Lord for that. But that that did, that is not the case for because this was like an arbitrary thing. It was arbitrary across the board. Arbitrary. Some people are going. Some people literally were in jail. Uh, some people were not. Some people are just separated. Some people are dishonorably discharged. Some people are honorably discharged. Um, what were some of the consequences that other people had to endure?
3: Yeah. Well. So even just in my own small group of guys um, from you know my team. Um, We had guys who got kicked out with um, others, you know, um, general discharges. Um, We also had guys who, which strips you of your benefits, so you no longer have access to your GI Bill. Um, There also were guys who were discharged with honorable discharges. Um, Most of my friends were honorable discharges, but they had codes on there. It's called an RE4 code. And what that labels you are, puts you in the same category as sex offenders. Um, Also, immediately that that even though it's an honorable discharge on the surface, you're not no longer allowed to rejoin the military um, or and that also can limit you from getting other federal jobs. And then still more guys had already reenlisted. And so they got pretty large reenlistment bonuses and were kicked out of the military against their wishes. All of us wanted to keep on serving our country, um, but they were forced out um, before we could get it repealed through Congress. And so they're now forced to pay back tens of thousands of dollars. Um, and that's wow. just, you know, my small group of friends. And then you look out across the military and there are guys who actually got dishonorably discharged, which is, makes them more or less a felon. Um, and, and it takes away a ton of their rights and also damages their future job prospects. Yeah. As every, now, every time they're trying to go and apply for a job, they give them, you know, their, their military records. And it says on there, you know, dishonorable discharge. And, you know, this is reserved for criminals. And all these guys were doing was staying on principle, staying on belief. And this happened over 8,500 people across the different branches were kicked out before we could get any type of stay on this. And at the time when the NDA passed in 2022, there was 250,000 active duty and reserve service members who were faced with these very real um consequences for simply standing for their oath for for defending the rule of law and the constitution
1: well is is there any way and maybe i I, i'm i haven't been i mean you know i've been busy so i've sort of stepped away from all stand with warrior stuff is there any way for us to to continue fighting legal battles for those people that were dishonored or discharged because now it's not required and they were kicked out because it was required is there a way for us to move forward to get them justice i mean asa do you know is that in the works can we do yeah. that
3: No so i mean that's one of the main one of the main tasks with Stand with Warriors now is we're trying to yeah. build out um, kind of an ecosystem of you know military guys and also you know um, lawyers who can go and have these battles to upgrade your discharges and obviously uh Davis would be a much better resource to tell you that, you know the, the nitty gritty ins and outs of how that's going to happen yeah. but yes it is possible and that is the goal and we are fighting for that
1: we need justice for these guys. Good grief! Wow, man. Evil. What yeah. what a terrible, terrible display
2: of tyranny. Yeah, I was gonna say. I know Davis already is representing several, um, several members. Um, so we've kind of we're kind of shifting a little bit with Stand with the Warriors. Um, kind of reorganizing. Davis is gonna take over and run with it now. Um, so we can because obviously when we started this, it was like just strictly cookie related. Um, and so now the way we're restructuring it, um, that we'll be able to do. Uh, Handle all these things It was rapid pace too It was like literally We got home It was like (laughs)
1: Literally within
2: two weeks Yeah start the the organization Get it up and running Yeah Yeah, it was was fast Yeah because remember We ended up uh, It happened so fast And we had to go to Salt Lake Remember we were up in Salt Lake That's where we got The bank account started In Salt Lake Right And then I remember Like that whole week We were up there All I was doing Was signing because it was just it went out so fast, and then right. Chris, I remember Christine was just inundated with what oh, the time every too. Week. I
1: actually I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were you were doing that. My phone was ringing off the hook. Yeah. I was on the phone. Uh, it, at I remember several times at night I was on the phone with media. I was on the phone with people from uh, the CIA, the FBI. Yeah. I mean DEA, <laughs> all, all that, agencies. all that stuff. Uh, they were calling. I don't even know how they got my number to be honest. People were just calling me and calling me and calling me. And uh, and they were all facing different things. It was so confusing. And every one of them had said the same thing. Like, I have days left. I have days left. I, I, I have days left before they're threatening me with jail, threatening me with this. So, yeah, it was a, it was a rapid pace uh, to get that up and
2: running. Yeah. I'm I remember that we've... phone call with that one specific general that was probably... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to say. Yeah. It was the most, probably the most intimidating phone call I've ever heard in my life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let me just say uh, that, that, that the week after that, ASAP, I was on the phone with some people I never, ever thought I'd be on the phone with. I was talking to some people that I, I never imagined I'd be having a conversation with. Uh, good people too, but um, yeah, yeah it was it was <laughs> good defi- people, good people. <laughs> it was definitely a weird week, man. It was it was that first yeah. week was a weird, weird. week. That must week. have felt surreal. It did feel surreal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to a number be, of ways. Yeah, it just in every way. Like who who was calling me? Like my, on caller ID, I was like, well, okay, this you know, I was on the phone with some really important and interesting people that you all know. Um,
2: I'm confident I- our phones were tapped too.
1: Oh no no no! How could they not be? Oh, they were. We were having some weird stuff. They one hundred percent were. Um, it was for about three months, about three months, Luke and I are on different. <laughs> we're on different carriers, but both of us had exactly the same things happening to our phone. Do you answer a call? There's like this, and like so, like sounds like someone's popping someone's on.
0: Just like, and, uh,
1: and then it would freeze up. It would just start yeah. freezing. Uh, both. And we had different carriers. Yeah. He's T-Mobile on Verizon, different carriers. And it was just like, are you having the same thing yeah. happen to you? Was and he's weird. like, yeah, it was really yeah. weird. And then like, there was also that same time that like our, our door on that side was just randomly open and uh, no one ever goes through. And it was, it was a weird, it was, yeah. it was a weird time. I, I, I won't lie. We actually bought a, a bug device to we look did. for bugs in, in the a studio. Sweep, a bug sweeper, we did, we did a bug sweeper <laughs> and everything.
0: And, um, yeah, we were being watched and, um, well, with the stuff that I mean, at the Capitol and all that. Well, we knew too. Yeah, so. they,
1: we were at the Capitol. Um, that was right after. Yeah, well, no, it wait. was. It was shortly after. Like it was. We knew we were being the watched before, before that. that right? Yeah, it was yeah. before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I was. Um, we were at the Capitol when that whole thing went right. down because we wanted to be Christian media yeah, on the just ground. Document it and we just Christian wanted to movie. document it and at the same time we also had our bill coming up in Arizona. Mm-hmm. We wanted to draw attention to cuz everyone was going to be watching what was happening in DC. So well, we were, were. <laughs> we were technically at the Capitol like to film yeah. and then when when all the explosions started going off and everything else, we were away from the Capitol building watching it all go down just saying mm. this is not the right thing to do. We even broadcasted we were like don't do this this is wrong everybody here is stupid like Mm -hmm. you know we were like this is not how you change things you guys need to stop and then i get a call like a week later they still
0: had to check you out
1: (laughs) on my cell phone i get a call and it's from the fbi terrorism task force (laughs) and uh he's like uh you know mr durbin uh we're aware that you were at the capitol and i was like uh yeah have you seen the videos and he's like yeah we've seen them I was like, so you saw that we had nothing to do with it. And he's like, he's like, well, uh, we'd like to see all your footage from that day. And I was like, okay, well, you've seen it. <laughs> it's up online right now. We did live streams. The only thing we have that is B-roll yeah. uh, from when the Capitol breach thing was happening. We have some B-roll from now. He's like, well, we'd like to see that. And I was like, we well, you know I don't have to give it to you, but... Um, I'd be happy to give it to you. I'm but feeling like, nice today. Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling <laughs> nice. I don't have to do anything, but I, I, I'll i give it to you. It's just B-roll from like far away of like people, you know, waving flags and doing stuff uh, and stuff like that. But no, they were you have to
0: ask me they, nicely. They, you,
1: but you you got to ask me nicely. You got to sit there in your white uniform and ask me nicely. <laughs> I was just watching that. I knew that. it. I knew I was you was I was just watching that this morning. One like of the greatest movies ever. A Few Good Men. Um, <laughs> and uh yeah we were a few of the good men out there that day yeah. <laughs> that's true very few yeah um and uh so yeah so did we lose asa looks like we did it's okay uh so i i want to uh f- with a couple minutes we have left here i think it's important for us to lay down because theological people, stuff yeah, The yeah. theological, yeah. Stuff, because people might be asking okay uh, against the cookie like mm. there's a theological grounding against the cookie yeah <laughs> oh yes oh yes is and, there ever yeah so the the primary thing and by the way if you go to apologiachurch.com, dot com, i believe that thing that james wrote is still up so, so the, the wor- exemption letter, letter is there well,
2: there's two different ones because there's the one with stand with warriors that was specific for the military right and then we
0: had one yes for apology of church the one yeah. that the the one that he wrote um, is longer, yeah. than just the plain exemption. Yeah, it was just the yeah. it was just the one page. You yeah, know. But you're talking about the whole theological. I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
1: and so uh, we we have talked on this before, but I'll just give you the burst. The first uh, first thing is that uh, for the Christian, we are first and foremost under the lordship of Christ, and that means that. The, no government is usurps the authority of Jesus Christ, which is actually how Christians in this nation historically so, uh, saw it, is is I have allegiance first and foremost to Christ. God has created government. I will be the best soldier. I will be the most honorable uh, member of the military. But my allegiance is first and foremost to Christ. And so where the military begins to disobey God, where the military tells me to do something that is sinful or immoral, I have an obligation before Christ to resist. And, um, you know, I, I think we all understand this instinctively when we think about things like what happened in Germany when people after uh, the World War II, when you have the Nuremberg trials and all the yeah. rest, nobody bought the argument or defense from anybody involved in that evil nobody bought the argument i was just following orders did what i was told yeah Yeah. thankfully uh christianity has so influenced the west by that point that people don't buy that argument because people recognize there's a higher law Mm. above your military commands and though you are to obey your lawful orders you are not to obey Unlawful orders. And so nobody bought the argument at the Nuremberg trials and everything else. I was just following orders and that can't be used. I was just following orders because you must recognize that there's a transcendent law that actually is above even my government. And that comes down to the Christian worldview and allegiance to Christ. So first and foremost... The argument is, Jesus is Lord and Caesar is not. Jesus is Lord and Biden is not. That was the argument, first and foremost, by the seals. Second point of contact, and there's a number of levels here, second point of contact is the Christian historic principle of Lex Rex, and that is the law is king. Now, for Christians in history, that meant, first and foremost, God's law is the king. The assumption is is that like British common law and American law is going to represent God's law, accurately and so lex rex is the law is king not the king is law in other words no king is allowed to be a law unto himself and then to tyrannize everybody else Mm -hmm. so praise god for 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 that christian tradition and development where they were able to say to the king king we'll honor you as the king we'll honor the government but you cannot usurp the law of god yeah where you're lawful we're going to be good citizens we're not going to uh where you're telling me to disobey god i'm resisting right? And where you're telling me to obey God, I'm obeying, right? And and that's how this is supposed to work. So Lex Rex is the historic Christian theological principle and statement <clears throat> that says, no king, you are not the law, the law is king. God's law yep. is ultimate there. And what what's one example of it? Well, what's the second commandment? The greatest commandment? You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. These Navy SEALs and these other members of the military simply said this. Look, I've been jabbed A bunch of times Mm -hmm. but all these things that i've taken already they went through a long course in history of examination Mm -hmm. and testing and all the rest and it was admitted that this is an experimental cookie yeah and look at the data thus far the data thus far is very alarming it's very concerning and so these navy seals says wait a second you're telling me that you're gonna force the cookie into my my fellow citizens They're going to lose their jobs uh, if they don't take this experimental cookie. And you're telling me that I have to risk my life and my family's well-being by taking this experimental cookie? And they said, love for neighbor requires me to resist that. You can't force this down, people, when it could risk their very lives. The principle of the preservation of life is supposed to be key to Christians. It's key in the law, word of God. And so these guys said, okay, God's law is the king. You're not the law. Mr. King, Mr. <laughs> Biden, and so the law and also God,
0: my body, my choice. Yeah, exactly <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, and yeah, the law yeah. says, "Free to love my neighbor as I love myself." Okay, in loving my neighbor, am I loving my neighbor when I allow you to force this cookie into my fellow citizens and into me that could risk their lives and my family's livelihood and my life? And so these seals said, "No, no, this is tyranny. This is a violation of God's principles. It's a violation of God's law." Mm-hmm. It, guys, This is what's crazy. This is not like some crazy anti-vaxxer movement. Do you know what happens when these guys get into the military? You go to boot camp, you get jabbed, jabbed, jabbed. You don't even know what's going on. You don't. They don't. They just get in line, and you walk down a line, and it's like stick, 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 and you get that real nasty, meaty one in the butt cheek, too. (laughs) No, you do. You really do. They, like, they against the wall, which butt cheek do you not need for the day, right? And it's like this big, thick gauge needle, and, like, (laughs) boom, it's got, like, peanut butter and gravy in it or something like and you're like limping away from it. Um, <laughs> so no, for numb. real. No, for real, for real. And so uh, so it's for not... Real, real. They, these real, guys, real. it wasn't a matter of like, I'm anti-vax. That's not what this was. It was that's experimental and it's causing damage. And that's unsafe to my citizens, fellow citizens, and to me and my family. I'm I mean, Maybe I have a wife. Maybe I have kids and they need me. I got to provide yeah. for them. Well, and you,
2: sorry, I don't ahead. want to interrupt, but this is an important uh, point that... And all those vaccines that they received, there's actually a, a law that it has to be FDA-approved. Right. And mm. the one that they were issuing was not FDA-approved, and that was a huge... For good reason. Point. Right. That's that's yeah. an important point that can't be missed. Is it, it wasn't just any old shot. It was one that wasn't approved by the FDA.
1: Right. So they, they were worried about the livelihoods and lives of fellow citizens themselves and their families, and so they resisted. And for them... It's like stages, first stage, Christian stage, law, word of God, yep. authority of Jesus. Second stage was constitution. The right. second stage is these guys are saying, look, I'm just trying to be
0: faithful to the oath that you told me to put my hand up to. Remember the the document that you and I swore on? Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> Remember that? When Remember we that? did that, we swore on the same document Remember that said when we'd I, uphold it, so help
1: us God. Well, what's interesting too is that with me- members of the military, they know this, is that the, the military has a way of making sure that you understand that you belong to them now, and this is a real commitment. And so what will happen is you actually give that oath, Asa, what is it, like two or three times as you're getting into the military? When did you do it? So you have the first time when, like, hey, you're going to be in the Navy or you're going to be in the Marine Corps and you go into that room and you just put your hand up, but it's not really official official there, right? Like, it's just sort of like, it's more like a formality, like, hey, put your hand up. Yeah. You belong to us now. You've said your oath. But you do it again where it's like for real, real. Yeah. Like, contract signed, everything's legit now. And so you're putting your hand up and they're saying like, this means you belong to us and you're making an oath. We expect you to hold to it. And uh, so it's amazing. The expectation is you better believe this and you better mean it. And then they get there and then they mean it and they say, I'm sorry, it's an unlawful, unlawful order. I was told not to obey unlawful orders and I can't do this. And then they get punished and tyrannized for it. Yeah. Um, and so many people got hurt by this. Mm. It's tremendous. Right. right. It's tremendous. Hey, so you're back. I know. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. Don't, 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 the, apologize. <laughs> no, don't apologize. No,
3: don't apologize on that. I want to, I want to just touch on that again. Cause I was listening to you guys, you talking about all the other vaccines we have to take, right? Yeah. And yeah, sure. We take a lot of vaccines, but as you had mentioned, they're all FDA approved. There's tons of science on them that at you at minimum, not saying they're risk-free, but you at minimum know the risk that you're taking and you can yeah. see the, the reward for them. Um, and this one was never UA uh, or this was never um, FDA approved, even though they tried to say that. Um, and so, and there was no long term data, so we had no ability to to see what the risk was, right. um, and we we could only assume from previous mRNA testing that it was a huge risk. And so, you talked about love for neighbor. Um, that was a huge thing. There was all kinds of potential dangers, and we weren't ready to take that risk. And we wanted to defend ourselves, and also. We had no idea kind of the main force that they used to push this the main messaging was risk to force risk to mission and you know so for us we were like what's a bigger risk to mission vaccinating your entire military and population with an experimental drug that has no long-term effects when we have china rising in the east russia at the time was rising we still have terrorists all over the world what's what's more of a risk making everyone in your entire military get an experimental vaccine pushed into their body that we have no idea what it's going to do to us. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I right. mean, you guys, you guys are, you guys are putting in 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 all the right, in all the right words. That, that's a, no, that's, double tap that's that. a, that's a fun, if not have a double tap, yes. <laughs>
1: when Navy SEALs say that, you know, they mean it. Yeah, um,
0: that's not a no, video um, game, son.
1: Yeah. Not in this annual game. Um, I think that that, Was the main thing I wanted to communicate other than the authority of Jesus Christ over this issue was just that point, the love for neighbor issue, because the data was out and it was out from government agencies and it didn't look good. Right. And uh, anybody could read it. And the amazing thing is that they would just outright admit that uh, if you're in this age category and you're healthy, you don't really need the vaccine. It's not it's it's you're safe. Right. And, and yet, then these guys who are the healthiest of the healthy, the strongest of the strong, are being told, put this experimental thing in your body that could hurt you, harm you, um, harm, your, harm your fellow citizens, uh, but you don't really need it, we admit that, but do what we say. And, uh, these guys were like, no. And I, and this is one of the things yeah. that I, I was trying to my best. I was in deep prayer about how can I communicate to these men that are just very, very strong men and, uh, and brothers in the Lord. And I was trying to communicate to the guys that day that, look, there's going to be temptation to yield on this. You guys are SEALs. You've spent your whole life dreaming about being SEALs. You've spent your whole life fighting to be a SEAL, and now you're SEALs, and now you're being told that this thing that you've worked your whole life for is going to be taken away from you. There's going to be temptation just to go ahead, just yield, just go with it. And a lot of SEALs did that, kind of. They were like, sure, I got the jab. You know, they were like, yeah, I got it. Um, A lot of guys are like, look, I just want to be a SEAL. I want to defend my country. Oh, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I got the jab. Um... But then there was a small group of guys that were like, I'm not faking it. I'm not going to do that. It's a principle issue. This is tyranny. This is immoral. I made an oath. I'm standing against it. And I told the guys, I told the guys, I said, guys, you... You put yourself in more dangerous situations than we could possibly imagine. You are willing to go mm-hmm. and have people shoot rockets at you and fire bullets at you. You do all that out of love for neighbor and for justice. That's why you're doing what you're doing. And you're willing to sacrifice your whole life and take a bullet for, for the victim or for your nation. And I was like, that's a lot of courage, but it's going to take a whole lot of courage to fight this battle and there'll be no bullets. Right, no rockets, and and it, but it's it's as meaningful a fight as the fights yeah. that you're willing to go into with bullets, and I and just flaming arrows. And but 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 the thing was is listen, right. at the I, everyone listen. Right. This is this is okay. I will say this. This is a sad part of the story. All right, I hate that this is part of the story, but it is part of the story. At the time we walked into that room, SEALs are communicating across coasts. Guys are all talking, and we were told about a third of the Navy SEALs active duty uh, uh, guys uh, we resisting the jab by the time it was all said and done. Yeah. It was just... Asa, it was, was it like a handful, a handful of guys that ultimately were on principle said, I'm not going to fake it. And you're not making me leave. I'm resisting. It was just a handful, right?
3: In and around a hundred, I would want to say at most, unfortunately, the guys who took it all the yeah. way and, and were, um, held true to their word outwardly and inwardly. Um, but um, just to bring this full circle and, and to try to squeeze a little bit in before I got to go here, and I appreciate you guys rolling with me again, but um, you're absolutely right on that. And, and the biggest thing is we wanted to go back to work, even the guys who held, held strong, even the guys who got out. Um, but we knew that there was a bigger purpose here. And so right. I just want to touch on that a little bit, and then I'm going to sign off, let you guys keep going, and I, I just want to thank you ahead of time. Um, for giving me the time and opportunity. Absolutely, um, brother. But the second half of this documentary is really going to be about, hey, not yeah. only did we stand for this, but we need the American people to continue to stand. We need them to, to understand what happened. <laughs> One second. Come on, buddy. Um, We need them to understand what happened and where this is going. And so I just want to touch on a couple different things, the, what the DOD is doing to this day. That is a direct correlation and extension of the COVID issues. And that is the abortion fight we see going mm-hmm. on in the Senate with Senator Tommy Tuberville. He's taking a courageous stand. Um, he is not impacting military readiness at all. Um, and we could go into that. There's a million different avenues. But I want to just thank him for doing that and bring that to people's minds that he is not damaging military readiness. He is protecting life. And he's holding us to the rule of law. Um, also, there we're seeing deviant behavior all across the military being lauded. Um, from from transgender yeah. surgeries being paid for um, on the military dime, that affects military readiness. Um, not only are we taking individuals offline who should be ready to fight war, just so they can reassign their genitals, um, but it's it, I mean it's it's morally and logically ridiculous and and disgusting um so that's that's a big part of seals beat biden um we want to tell the story of what happened and we also want to bring awareness to the general public that the fight is is by no means over and is only heating up and so we need people we need patriots we need christians to stay in the fight um keep ahead in the game and and keep pushing to reform these institutions that are are being destroyed by radical ideologies
2: amen
1: right on man Asa, i love you brother thank you man for all you did thank you for the stand you took
3: thank you guys for all the assistance course, um, and mentorship that that we that we got
1: i appreciate you brother i'm so glad honored to know you brother yep. thank you all right hopefully we'll be talking soon man
3: absolutely later guys says, bless so. you brother thanks man
1: all right so there you go guys hey mm. praise god for those faithful navy seals amen love those guys you guys
2: are the real heroes man
1: they really are and 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 i think you could definitely say that when the navy seals came out to resist and that story was made public everything slowed down oh for sure everything slowed down and so thank god for the navy seals always a tip of the spear and they were in this case and in this battle as well because that was the frustrating thing and i mean that at the time i can i can remember very clearly that it, it was like this is just being forced and it was sort of like everyone's going along with it none of the people are fighting very seriously against it but after talking to Tucker and when Tucker broke the story it was like the the you know the the train it was like choo 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 the train slowed down mm-hmm. and um, it wasn't running over as many people as quickly as it was A week before so um, i'm thankful for the navy seals love those guys truly truly an honor to know them and um uh, be in prayer for them because it's not over yet unfortunately you're hearing ace's story he got honorable discharge praise the lord for that but it's not over yet there's a lot of people still suffering under all of this and of course as you heard the story today a lot of people that got dishonorably discharged or honorably discharged with like a caveat uh this is going to wreck their lives and so let's pray for them and pray god brings justice for them they deserve it uh for standing where they did uh it's it's so crazy too because it's it's such a mess it's so arbitrary everything was arbitrarily done no no single standard it was no single principle it was just so arbitrary i even got i don't even think i told you this i got contacted from chaplains military chaplains across Mm. the country and they were um that was those are fascinating conversations Mm. they were like look they were like my command is telling me like to 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 not to talk people out of their religious ex- exemption yeah, yeah. and to um to to not accept them and, and everything else, and they were like and i'm i'm not obeying that like i 'm helping these guys to get and so they they wanted our thing so they could help you know polish the, that and use that themselves to give to guys. Uh, there was a lot going on there was a lot going on and and still going on yeah. and so the, the film is called seals beat Biden go to sealsbeatbiden.com that's uh, being done by some of our closest friends over at the Sentinel yeah. and uh, we're grateful for those guys it looks like it's beautifully done yeah. and uh, we are gonna head over uh, right over to the after show for a quick after show just to continue some thoughts on this so join us over there if you are not all access go to apologiastudios.com, get all access partner with us as ministry make everything we do possible One more word before we go today, and this is an important one, so don't leave. Uh, We are in a big, 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 big moment right now with EAN and abortion now. Not only do we have close to a 1,000 churches right now uh, given free training and equipped to go out and save lives at the mills, so thousands and thousands of children have been saved. So praise the Lord for that. You guys have been a part of actually making that possible with us. But we now have right now prospectively... In terms of we're gonna do it, um, we have about 15 bills. 18. Uh, 18. 18 bills of equal protection across the country coming next. Session or two, and so be in prayer for that. That is a massive moment for the church. I wish you could be in my head and understand where this all started and how much we just dreamed of a moment like this. We were just begging God for one faithful legislator uh, in 2012, in 2013. We're just please, Lord, give us one faithful legislator who will not compromise, who will tell the truth, who will stand on Your Word. And now this next session, we have 18 prospective bills. Uh, We have Louisiana, we have Texas. Arizona, we have Iowa now. Iowa as well. We've got um, Arkansas coming. Uh, We've got Georgia coming. We've got Pennsylvania coming. Kentucky Kentucky coming. So be in prayer and we need you. Let me just say this, uh, uh, be very transparent with you. It's amazing that God has done all of this Mm. with such a small group of ministries, churches, organizations. If you knew how small, it'd blow your mind. Ah, uh, the limited numbers of 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 sort of leadership and people who are like uh, uh, sort of like leading from the front of this fight, going to the legislators and all the rest. It'd blow your mind. It'd blow your mind. And the amount of money in comparison to like the pro life establishment is like pennies on the dollar. Um, yeah. and and what's being done through these Christians, these pastors, these organizations, uh, uh people like us is 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 far outweighing what the pro-life establishment has done for five decades. And it's with the gospel, it's with the word of God, it's uncompromising, it's consistent, and God is blessing it. He is truly, truly blessing it. It is an insane thing that we're looking at 18 bills coming up of equal protection. All glory to God, all glory to God. But I have to tell you something very personally. Um, this is overwhelming. Uh, our cup runneth over, all glory to God. <laughs> But it runs over and we're going, who's going to be here to pick that up? Um, uh, We need some help. And so we need you to stand with us when we come to these states. We need you to help. I'm inviting you. Be a part of this. This is a move of the church. This is a work of the church. It's a move of the church. If you're a pastor in these states, we need you. Uh, we need you to be part of this with us. Uh, That's all there is to it. We need your feet on the ground. We need you to join together with us. If you say, well, can I do something? My answer is yes, 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 yes. Please join us. Start by showing up. Yeah. Start by showing up. (laughs) The next thing we need you for is we, we need you to help uh, participate financially in this. Because let me tell you, um, it is insanely expensive to pull this off. It it, it is truly expensive to pull this off. When we went to Louisiana to do what we did with that historic bill in Louisiana that got to the floor in Louisiana that created uh, no... Uh, Small stir. I mean, uh, uh, everybody was talking about it. CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, all over the country. The major pro-life establishment people had to actually come out to oppose the bill because of their doctrinal position that the woman is not guilty ever. Of, of doing this. It was a very big deal. Uh, we had to go back and forth to Louisiana a number of times. We had to bring a team with us to do what we did. God blessed it. And again, pennies on the dollar compared to what those other organizations have done. All glory to God for that. But it it it's expensive to do mm-hmm. this. And let me just tell you, we need you. We need you to partner with us. And so we need you to go to endabortionnow.com to help give towards this. Because when we go to these states, um it, it's 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 travel cost uh we have to feed our team uh we have to pull together uh venues at time uh we have to pour money into what takes place in that state and so paying eight, for the bills themselves yeah 18 yeah to, to have bradley pierce write the bill all that stuff and so 18 bills is amazing but you need to understand we are just a church <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if that if if that's uh, if that's understood often is that we're just a local church. This is a ministry of apology at church. EAN is a ministry of apology at church. We're not a massive organization uh, with massive massive donors all over the country and just bringing in tens of millions of dollars. Um, what God is doing, He's doing with pennies on the dollar. Uh, but we need help. We need your we need your hands. We need your feet. We need your mouths, and we need you to join with us financially. So go to endabortionnow.com to do that. Uh, P S. We're about to drop soon a documentary expose very important, very important. and here's what i'm excited if you're saying what's the one thing i could do right now first of all go to ean do what we said there and the next thing is this if you want to know what can i do in the next com- uh, coming weeks uh when that documentary expose comes out share it share it everywhere share it with your friends send them private messages share it with your pastor share it with everyone in your church because this is the key issue when we get over this doctrinal error of the establishment when we get over it then we're going to get over this issue in our nation these will pass when the church speaks to the doctrinal issue that the pro-life establishment believes that is anti-christian and is compromising and it is um not consistent yep. and so that's what the documentary is going to expose is how the pro-life establishment is not Christian, they're inconsistent, and they are not working to ultimately abolish abortion. We are, and we know that many of you are as well. And so meet us over at the after show at ApologiaStudios.com. That's Luke the Bear. Peace out. I'm Jeff the Common and Ninja. That's Zachary Conover. See ya. And we'll catch you on the other side.